Hi, and welcome to the Just Thrive Update. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst from HealingQuest.tv. Our focus here is the world of natural health and how Just Thrive can help your customers achieve optimum well-being. Our topic today is gluten. That's a wheat protein that is attracting a lot of scientific attention these days. So to help us understand how to deal with gluten, we are going to be joined now by microbiologist Kieran Krishnan, Chief Science Officer of Just Thrive Health. Hi, Kieran. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Judy. Hi, Roy. Good to be with you. So actually, we're, we're looking at uh, some uh, interesting research about a, a, apparently a recent study was found that everyone who eats gluten gets gut damage from it. That is sounds surprising to me. Is that true? It is. Yeah, and it is kind of surprising because, you know, what that study demonstrated and the study was done on on basically healthy, normal individuals that didn't didn't report any sort of GI issues. What they showed was that exposure to the wheat proteins and wheat peptides, um, including gluten, causes what we call transient permeability in 100 percent of people that were they tested. What that means is that those proteins are pro-inflammatory type of protein. So when they enter into the GI tract, as most people know, you've got tons of immune activity, immune tissue in the GI tract. When those peptides and proteins enter into the GI tract, they trigger an inflammatory response. That inflammatory response creates damage to the gut lining, which opens it up and makes it temporarily leaky. Now, the thing about that is that, you know, it's called transient permeability because it opens up, things leak through, that is problematic, but in most healthy people, the gut will try to seal itself back up, assuming, of course, you've got a normal, healthy microbiome. The problem is if that continues to happen two, three times a day, every day for years on end, the ability of the gut to repair itself after each exposure diminishes over time. So this continuous damage does occur in the gut of 100% of people. And the question is how quickly and how, how, for how much longer can your system rebuild it and fix it? Are those people that we hear saying that they have no reaction to eating wheat, uh, they could just not realize that they are having a reaction. In fact, reacting and are not just connecting or, 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 or they're not having a reaction and they're just not connecting their issues to gluten. That's right. Yeah. And, and keep in mind that um, studies have revealed that only one in eight people who, who are exposed to gluten uh, will, will report GI symptoms, and, which means that seven out of eight people have other things that are occurring because of the exposure to gluten and the resulting intestinal permeability and inflammation. But the, the response is not in the GI tract. And so they don't associate it with the, with the consumption of gluten. For example, um, someone might eat gluten and then three hours later start feeling headaches or start being, becoming really tired or feel unusual muscle aches. So, so they might, because they don't feel it in the gut, like people who have really uh, bad severities to gluten, they, they will conceptualize that they aren't sensitive to gluten. You know, there's an enzyme um, in the gluten away that we've not seen in other gluten digestive formulas. Uh, why did you include tolerase G? Yeah, that's a really important component of it, you know, because I mentioned earlier that 
the moment the, the gluten and other peptides that are found in wheat, the moment it enters the small intestine, it starts to trigger an inflammatory response. And that inflammatory response leads to intestinal permeability, damage and, and inflammation, both in the gut and then of course, systemically as well. So the whole goal here is that if you're getting exposed to gluten, we wanna break down and neutralize the gluten proteins in the stomach before it actually gets to the intestines. So tolerase G is really important because it's a very unique enzyme that cuts the gluten uh, molecule, both from the outside and the inside. So it completely breaks it down and it has the ability to do that in the stomach itself. Well, well I, I don't notice it in other gluten formulas out there. It's not that the tolerase G is some secretive thing that was you know, found in a cave that nobody else knows about it. It's, <laughs> it's very well known because it's one of the most well-studied enzymes uh, for breaking down gluten. And of course, doing it in the stomach is a unique attribute. Many, many enzymes don't work in the low pH of the stomach. They're not stable enough. So they actually, they, they go to work in the intestines more so than the stomach. So it, it's out there. The, the problem is being as unique as it is, having as much technology as, as there is and developing that and, and um, the, uh, the concentrations that you need for it to function in the stomach, it's not a cheap enzyme, right? Mm. And so when you formulate with it, it really eats away at profit margin. Um, and that's why most companies have chosen not to go with it. At least that's my best guess in my conversations with other people because it's just too expensive. Now, you know, with us at, at Thrive, our focus is on efficacy. And if we have to sacrifice margin in order to provide people with actual efficacy, that is a, a, a more important endeavor for us than improving, you know, profit margin on a product. So for us, there was no choice but to include the tolerance fee because it is absolutely the most important enzyme that has been studied for breaking down gluten. So speaking of uh, ingredients, um, gluten away also has probiotics in it. Um, is, why is that? Yeah, that's, that's another really important aspect of what we wanted to do. Number one, um, so probiotics, especially the bacillus spores, which as you know, we work with and do all our research with, has been shown that even in acute inflammatory situations can support a healthy gut lining, right? So let's say some small amount of that gluten makes its way past the tolerase G in the stomach uh, and the other proteases and other enzymes that we put in there. And some of it enters into the small intestine and it starts to trigger an inflammatory response. The probiotics have been shown that even in a much more aggressive scenario, like the use of antibiotics, for example, it has the ability to support the gut lining so that there, there is much less of that type of damaging inflammation. So the, the probiotics are kind of like the fail-safe aspect of it. You know, if any of the gluten gets passed or you're, you're, you're consuming something uh, that has higher than normal levels of gluten and, and the enzymes are doing their work, but some of it sneaks by, then you've got the probiotic in there that I, that's actually helping and supporting the lining of the gut if it's dealing with the presence of gluten. So the probiotic is fundamental. And then, you know, just the process of digestion alone, you know, forget just even the gluten exposure, just plain old digestion creates inflammation in the gut. So there's a lot of 
chemistry going on in the GI tract during the process of digestion. That in itself will kill bacteria, maybe damage some intestinal cells and, and perhaps trigger some inflammatory responses. And so having the probiotic in there that we have shown to be protective for the lining of the gut really, really helps um, with, with curbing some of those negative effects. Because just consuming today's food becomes a toxic event. So Karen, do you take a gluten away every day? I do. I do. There's a few instances where I may not, if it's something that I'm preparing absolutely from scratch from home, and I'm really, really specific on looking at what are all the contents of the spices and things like that that I'm using, um, then I may, I may forget, or if I'm you know, at home eating a banana or a fruit, I don't really need to worry about it so much. But certainly 100% of the time when I'm out, uh, even if I'm ordering gluten-free foods, because major study in the in the American Journal of Gastroenterology showed that upwards of 50% of gluten-free foods had gluten in it. So even if you're trying to be smart and you're out there and you're ordering gluten, gluten-free items, you're inevitably going to get exposure to it. So, so I use it um, constantly, uh, both for most of the meals at home, but then also uh, certainly uh, all of my meals outside. So what's, what's the best way to use them? I mean, do you take them before you're going to have a meal with gluten or do you take them after the meal or, or what, what, how do you suggest people take them? Yeah, I actually do it with basically just before my first bite of food. I like the enzymes to get in there. Uh, the capsules start opening up in the small, in the, in the stomach itself. And then uh, once food arrives into the system, then the enzymes are there ready to go to work already. Um, so I usually take it either with the very first bite of food or just before starting to eat. Now, let's say you forget and you're three quarters of the way through your meal and you might think, oh my God, well, it's too late. Might as well not waste the capsule and not take it now. It's not too late, right? Because when you eat food, when you, uh, your, your food collects and spends a bunch of time in the stomach, right? It's not like it, when you chew something, it goes into your stomach and immediately gets dumped into your small intestine. It mm. spends a few hours in the stomach. So even if you forget, and you've, you're, you're done with your meal and you get home and it's been an hour and you're like, oh my God, I forgot my, my um, gluten away. You, you can actually still take it then. It'll still be beneficial because it's going to get in the stomach and start working on the food and the gluten uh, peptides that are in the stomach. So we only have a couple seconds left, but I, I've got to ask, how long does that gluten away capsule work? How long is it still effective in your system? So the way enzymes work is that they have a, um, a target molecule, in this case, gluten or one of the wheat uh, proteins. It, it goes and it grabs onto that, that uh, protein, and then it chops it down into its component amino acids. Now, once it does that one time, it can detach and go on to the next piece of protein and then the next. However, it has a certain amount of, uh, of functionality where after maybe six, seven, eight, nine targets, then the enzyme starts losing its activity. So when you, when, you eat the, when you eat the gluten away, when you take it in, it goes to work on the food, each enzyme molecule in there goes and probably denatures 10, 15, 20 different gluten proteins, um, and then it'll lose its activity after that. So your next meal, which hopefully is six, seven hours later, you would need to take another dose, right? So it doesn't stay and grow and, and proliferate in your system. It does its job for that meal and then it's done. Thanks, Kieran. We've been speaking with Kieran Krishnan, Chief Science Officer of Just Thrive Health, about how to deal with the gluten in our diet. 
To learn more about the gluten away that Kieran discussed, contact your local Just Thrive broker. If you're not sure who that is, reach out to Joni Blackster. That's J-O-A-N-I-E-B-L-A-X-T-E-R. Just Thrive's national educator. You can also email her at Joni at JustThriveHealth.com or call the 800 number that's listed on the Just Thrive website and customer service will connect you to her. For the Just Drive Update, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Have a great day. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.